Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everybody. This is the 39th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. And first of all, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. In this podcast, I want to encourage and celebrate all the amazing moms out there. Now, I hope that Mother's Day was all that you hoped it would be. But if you ended up disappointed, you are definitely not the only one. I have a question for you. What did you really want for Mother's Day? Did you want a day off? A chance to sleep in? Did you want a card, note, or letter from your kids that lets you know how much you are appreciated? If you're married, did you want your partner to pick up all that slack so for once you could sit on the sofa and watch whatever you want while your husband cooks, does the dishes, and deals with an angry teenager who just wants to play video games? Did you want your teens to be helpful and get along with their brothers and sisters and be in great moods? Did you want to wake up and have your teens do all the chores without you asking? I mean, is that too much to ask one day a year? Well, here's the problem with Mother's Day. I think you come to that day with huge expectations that your kids and partner will somehow make up for everything that was not right in the past year. Like somehow this one day will make up for how hard you worked and how you didn't feel appreciated or respected. It will make up for all the angry words, sleepless nights, stress, and worry. Secretly, you hope that your teens will ask forgiveness for every rude thing they said, that they will have this amazing insight into how hard you work and tell you how much they realize that you sacrifice for them, and they see how hard it would be to parent someone who is as entitled and self-absorbed as they are. Traditionally, you probably got a card and some flowers or taken out to lunch, and that's a good start. But moms need more than one day. Many moms come to Mother's Day all mothered out. We wish that someone would take care of us for once. We are tired of taking care of everyone. We have been slugging it out all school year, and we are having to deal with teens who are tired of school and can't wait to be out of school. And they typically are the worst version of themselves, and so parenting is a lot harder. Over time, we have depleted our mothering resources. We want to get away to that tropical island. We we want a break, but we can't. We still have to push through the end of the school year. And one Mother's Day, again, is a good start. But you need way more than one day to recharge, refuel, and feel revitalized so you can fully enjoy your life again. Realistically, on Mother's Day, you are still dealing with teen issues, and most likely you are not sitting and relaxing on the sofa. You are in the kitchen cooking a meal for your mom or your mother-in-law. Even on Mother's Day, it's hard to have a whole day that you are actually off-duty. 
I remember on one radio interview, the male host asked me, should husbands or dads buy their wife a card and gift on Mother's Day? Since it's about mothers and she's my wife and not my mother. And I thought, really? Did I really need to answer that question? The reason why that's a huge yes is because moms have a big need, and that need is to feel appreciated. The Webster Dictionary says, Appreciation means thankful recognition, a feeling of being grateful for something, an ability to understand the worth, quality, or importance of something, full awareness of understanding of something, a favorable evaluation. Isn't this what we really want? A thankful recognition? Someone feeling grateful for us? Having the ability to understand your worth and importance? Having full awareness and understanding of what you do and a favorable evaluation of what you do as a mom? I hope you feel appreciated by your family. I hope you got that long letter from your teen that says everything and more than you ever wanted to hear. And you were shocked that she noticed the little things and you really felt seen because it's so painful when you feel invisible. To feel appreciated, you need to feel seen. And our teens have limited vision. I think our teens' ability to truly see improves as they grow older. But the truth is that most of the time, they don't see you the way you want to be seen. A lot of this is because the teenage brain is still developing, and though your teen may not truly appreciate what you're doing now, at some point they will. But what I know is that many moms don't feel appreciated by their husbands or partners, and that you don't feel seen, and so you don't feel appreciated. What I know is the mother's heart runs deep. So much of what we do is hidden from others. It is birthed from our heart. You go the extra mile for your family, for your kids. You're all in. You are invested. How much mental and emotional energy do you pour into your family every day? Your family takes up a majority of space in your thoughts and heart. How much anguish and pain do you suffer when you see your child that's not on the right path? And what I know about most moms is you don't give up on your child. You pray. You journal. You seek out tutors. You try to figure out a way to stay connected to your teen. You talk to the teachers. You fight the good fight over cell phones and texting and gaming and drinking and weed and apathy. You are there in the middle of the night when your teen has had their heart broken or when your daughter's best friend betrays her. The fear of feeling out of control when you see your daughter has cut on herself You find help and pick up those pieces. You keep trying to find a way to get through that teenage wall and reach your teen's heart. You walk into the lion's den over and over, offering an olive branch, not knowing if you're going to be hugged or lashed out at. The nights that you stay up and all you want to do is sleep, and your teen isn't home for curfew. You call, but their phone is dead, and you just wait. Mom, this is what it's like to raise a teen. It's hard, it's messy, and it can be so all-consuming. It takes courage and strength. 
And after all you give and sacrifice, you wonder, does it matter? Does anything I'm doing matter? Yes, 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 a hundred times. It does matter. You are so important to your family. One of my most popular posts that is shared on my Facebook page at Colleen O'Grady, Dial Down the Drama, is, you are a good mom even if your daughter doesn't know it. So it's true. You are a good mom even if your teen or husband doesn't know it. And this is why moms need more than a day. So mom, I have some great news for you and some really helpful things to share. But first, I want to talk about the unhelpful messages that moms get. I talk a lot about these in my book, Dial Down the Drama. And I call these messages powerless parenting messages. And the reason being is that these messages seem noble, like what the ideal mom should be like and should think, but it doesn't work. You won't find these in parenting books, but you pick up on these messages from the culture. And what's crazy is that I find mothers from all over the world feel these messages. There are many powerless parenting messages, but I want to focus on two. One, it's selfish to pay attention to me. And two, I need to put my needs last on the list. I know intellectually we know why it would be important to pay attention to our needs. I mean, who hasn't heard of the metaphor of the airplane mask? But it feels selfish if we invest in ourselves. We feel pressure to be like a Marvel comic book character that never tires, like a fierce mother machine that never stops. And the message put our needs last on the list is just another version of that selfish message. We think we will take care of our needs, but that nonstop demand of everyone else's needs in your family keeps taking priority over our needs. Bottom line is we will never, ever take care of our own needs if we put everyone else's needs before us. And no one wins here. Your family is not going to get the best version of yourself. If you feel like a mother machine, it means that all the important aspects of your life that make you feel like you are ignored. This is why I hear from so many moms that, quote, I just don't feel like myself or I don't know even what I want. When all you feel is that everyone in your life is draining your life's energy, it doesn't feel good. You are not grateful, full of life or the life of the party. You are exhausted, and you become resentful. You were resentful that your husband plays golf or is networking with his friends. You were resentful at your kids. So words that are related to resentful are spiteful, belligerent, bitter, unsympathetic, hateful, acrimonious, adverse, argumentative, catty, cold, contentious, contrary, embittered, and hard. These aren't great words. So when you are resentful, you are not really clear about what you want. You're not clear about your boundaries. The only thing that you are clear about is that you don't like where you are in life. And when you are resentful, you are not clearly asking for what you need. Often you're just spewing emotions like, I'm so sick of this. I'm tired of this. I'm so done. How could you do this to me? 
And accusations like, you don't care, you don't do anything, threats like, I'm never going to do anything for you anymore. And the conversation plummets on a downward cycle of drama. And you can end up more hurt, and you never get what you really want. When you are resentful, you feel powerless to change your situation. You feel stuck. You don't like where you've ended up, but you don't think there's anything you can do to change it. One of the reasons for this is that we are waiting for permission, because we would feel too guilty to do something for ourselves, because of the powerless parenting message that it's selfish to pay attention to me. Moms are often waiting for permission from their husbands or someone else close to them to give them permission to do something for themselves. A lot of moms don't invest in themselves because it feels selfish. But if someone gave us permission, then we would feel it would be okay and we wouldn't feel guilty. And when I'm speaking to moms, I talk about how easy it is to get resentful at your husband for working out or grabbing a beer with a friend. And I tell them, instead of getting mad at him, learn from him. He knows what he needs and he just claims it. Most men don't sit around waiting for you to give him permission. They just do it. So if you're waiting for your husband, partner, or teen to give you permission, it's going to be a long time. It's never going to happen, and you're going to end up resentful. Think about this. No one wins if you're resentful. So if you can let go of your resentment and claim what you need, then you can let go of feeling guilty. No one benefits when you feel resentful. Sometimes the fire of resentment is dialed up high, And sometimes it's on a low burner, but it's still there. But even if resentment is low, you're not enjoying your life and you're not your best self. If you are resentful, it's not your fault. It's because of these powerless parenting messages. They don't work for you or anyone in your family. So we have to turn these messages around into powerful parenting messages. See, it's not selfish to pay attention to you. It's actually crucial. Paying attention to you is crucial for you to enjoy your life and your parenting. So your new powerful parenting message is that it's crucial to pay attention to you. It's crucial to pay attention to you so you can start appreciating yourself for everything you do for your teens and family. Another way to say this is to honor yourself for everything that you do for your family. Make a list of 50 things that you have done for your family that you know is important. The reason why this is so useful is that moms don't give themselves credit for what they have done because there's always more to do. Often moms, we don't see ourselves and appreciate ourselves because we don't have time to reflect Sometimes your efforts don't bear fruit right away. You don't see an instant change in your teen's study habits. If you don't give yourself credit for what you are doing, it's easy for a mom to frequently feel like she is falling short. And sometimes dad isn't supportive and blames you for the teen's behavior. And then you are vulnerable to mother shame or just feeling blah. My guess is you're going to probably be surprised when you write out these 50 things because we forget how much we actually do. And you're going to think, wow, man, I have really done a lot. I am pretty amazing. See, when you give yourself credit, 
and you honor yourself and extend kindness and empathy towards yourself, you feel empowered. Two, it's crucial to pay attention to yourself to reclaim your self-awareness. This is the first step to know how you are doing and what you need and what you want. A lot of moms that I work with that have taken my Power Your Parenting program tell me that they have spent so much time focusing on everyone and everything else, they have no idea what they want or what they need. And this is how I start with them. They may not know what they need or want, but they know what they don't like or want. See, the keys to your happiness are often in that compost manure of your life. You can make a list of everything you don't like about your life or make a a list of top 10 resentments. And after you write those all out, then you can turn it around. If you resent having to get your daughter up every morning and the struggle you go through with that, then turn that around to what you would want. If you hate that your son is always on video games, then what do you want? What do you think is right? The great thing about doing these exercises is that you go from being in a fog to getting your clarity back. Part of that clarity is to know what you really want. Once you are clear, you can be strategic with your parenting. In contrast, when you are just reactive, you're venting, and that always leads to drama. Another tool that can help you know what you want comes from my book, Dial Down the Drama. It's the five essential areas of feeling good. In order to feel your best, you've got to focus on five essential needs. Foundational, maintenance, relational, self-enrichment, and spiritual. Okay, the first one, the foundational needs. Satisfying your foundational or physical needs means getting back to the basics. Getting enough sleep, taking time to rest, eating a healthy diet, and paying attention to that overall care of your physical body. It's become normal for a lot of moms to dismiss their foundational needs. We'll nag our daughters to get to bed at a normal hour while we burn the midnight oil trying to get everything done. And this may be normal, but that's not healthy. It's time to pay attention to your physical health. I know you know this. The problem is you are not aware of all the ways you ignore your body. And here are some questions that will help you become more aware of yourself. Do you get between seven or eight hours of sleep a night? Do you feel rested when you wake up? Do you have some downtime every week or every day? Are you eating healthy meals and taking vitamins? Like we know we're supposed to do this stuff, but are we doing it? Or even aware that we're not doing it? Okay, second is maintenance needs. And I'm talking about personal maintenance, not maintenance of the home, because we usually get that done. But personal maintenance is whatever you define it as. For example, you may see manicures as part of your weekly maintenance, but for others, that activity is not important. Or perhaps you see having a long, leisurely soak in a bubble bath as beneficial. But try some of these awareness questions to see how you're doing in that personal maintenance area. Do you like your clothes? Do they fit properly? How's your car? Is your car clean? Is your office in order? I'm not asking these questions to make you feel guilty, but if we're not keeping up with our own personal maintenance because we're putting everyone else's needs in front of us, 
we just don't feel good. Our hair is not the way we want it to be. Our car is kind of in chaos. And so is our house and our yard. And these little things drain us. Three, relational needs. Relationships are everything. They are what you hunger for. You want emotional intimacy with your husband. You desire to feel loved, encouraged, cherished, seen, understood, and appreciated. It's important to feel like you belong. You long for healthy relationships. You might say, I'm with my family all the time. I'm always relational. And, well, yes and no. You can spend much of your time hurting your family. Now, that's not hurting, but hurting, H-E-R-D-I-N-G. Your conversations become, quote, hurting conversations like, it's time to go to school. You need to start your homework. It's time to get to bed. You need to clean your room. These interactions are draining, to say the least. And though they are necessary, they do not build positive feelings. And there are other ways to connect that are rewarding for you and your family. But for this to happen, you need to be relaxed. So do you have downtime with your daughter daily? Or your son? And let's look at friends and community too. It's not good for you to be isolated. And yet too often... That may be exactly what you do. So when was the last time you saw your close friends? Um, Are you intentional about making time for your friends? Four, personal enrichment needs. Personal enrichment brings beauty to your home, expands your mind, opens your hearts, taps into your creativity, challenges you physically, and gives birth to your dreams. And sometimes it's just plain fun. Personal enrichment feels good. You feel challenged, open, engaged, passionate, joyful, and content. Well, that may be asking a lot, but at the very least, it sure feels better than obsessing and complaining. Personal enrichment is not a chore or an item on your to-do list. The desire comes from inside of you. It's what gets you out of bed in the morning and gives you energy to get through your day. You could be planting flowers or listening to a lecture, but you lose track of time. You are in the creative flow. Personal enrichment activities make you feel like yourself. They recharge you even more than a manicure or massage. So given how helpful this area is, it's ironic that personal enrichment is the number one area mothers give up or neglect. It feels like it's not important and therefore optional. You feel like it's selfish, but personal enrichment is crucial for your happiness. There are physiological reasons for this. Personal enrichment gives you experiences that increase the happy body chemicals known as serotonin and dopamine. Stress and drama decrease these chemicals. And we need to stockpile these happy chemicals to better weather the adolescent storms. Personal enrichment is, well, it's personal. It's what you like. It speaks to your heart. What's enriching to someone else may not be enriching to you. So, do you enjoy how your home is decorated? Do you spend time developing your creative gifts? Are you learning a new skill? All right, five, spiritual needs. It's important to pay attention to your spiritual needs. 
you can go to your particular house of worship seven days a week and still feel disconnected from yourself and God. To feel connected to God, higher power, universe, spirit, the divine, however you choose to label the transcendent, you need to be connected to yourself. This is the only way you can have a personal relationship with God. Time for personal reflection is essential. If the speed of your life is 100 miles per hour, you will have a lot of activity, but you will miss the important things of your life. There's that fish in water syndrome. A fish is not conscious of water because it's always in it. You can be so in your life that you don't have perspective. When you are swimming in a river of sadness and resentment and are feeling overwhelmed, you go through your days feeling bad. And if you're not careful, this can become your new normal. Personal reflection keeps you from settling for less than you deserve. It allows you to step back and name your feelings, thoughts, and experiences. It gives you perspective. You see where you are and where you need to go. It allows you to be honest with yourself and forgive yourself and others. Only when you are aware can you change your situation. This is where healing starts. This is where the divine can break through. This is a soil for personal renewal. So do you have time to be quiet and listen to your heart? Do you journal? Do you recognize those God moments, those synchronicities? All right, the last thing I want to share is it's crucial for you to pay attention to yourself every day. See, a part of each day needs to be Mother's Day. And what I mean by this is that you and your needs get in the calendar every day. An easy way to do this is think through those five essential areas to feel good and do one thing each day, like drink more water, um, reach out to a good friend, listen to a podcast, spend 15 minutes journaling. So if you spend a little time every day taking care of your needs, then that takes the pressure off the big Mother's Day. The good news is that when you take great care of yourself, Mom, and you pay attention to all those wonderful facets of your life, everyone wins, and you enjoy your life, and you get that I feel good energy back. So, happy Mother's Day, Mom. And remember, we need way more than one day. Hey, everybody. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com. That has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a Guide for Mothers Everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. I always have a helpful article for you. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dow Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady, Dow Down the Drama.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.